I can hear Chase. We can hear it. So we're all there. We're all there. The gang's all here? Yes. Jesus Christ. What the hell is going on? I never want to do this again. Well, too bad. You signed up to do it every week. Holy shit. (laughs) Or at least this one. Why didn't you guys tell me this would be a bad idea? I'm pretty sure I've said multiple times this would be a bad idea. Holy shit. That was bad. That was bad. Can we start the show now? Yeah, Johnny, we can start the show. Or are you too busy going to hell? Hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Ostensibly about video games. Mostly about about going straight to hell. Hello, and welcome to the Kazrawer podcast. Ostensibly about video games, but mostly about going straight to hell. I'm your host, Bobby Pease. Joining me, as always, the gamer on the go, Chase Kinnicky, and the gamer that goes to hell, Johnny Amazich. I, I will say that if you tried to tune in to our you know, on time edition of this, mm-hmm. Bobby, Bobby tried, Bobby had a lovely soliloquy about this show, who we are, what we do, the kinds of episodes we're due. And I'm telling you right now, we're not going to do that shit again. No. <laughs> we're yeah. just going to do the fucking show. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Johnny, maybe like tweet out again or retweet something from the show saying that we got it figured out. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so that was rough. Uh, things weren't great. We got it figured out. I think you can hear us. Uh, I'm looking at all these buttons and switches. I will do my best to fuck this up. Uh, turn the big knob. And turning the big knob is what I do best. And uh, That's what I always say. Wow. Uh, turn the big knob. Turn the big knob. Um, all right, Johnny. Yes. You're good. Chase, you're good. I'm good. I want to know about Good as we'll ever be. I want to know about the video games that you've been playing. Let's I want to know right. about the video games that are making a difference. I want to talk about anything that's not audio related. So just tell me about some fucking video well, games. I mean, okay. I've like, been playing a game yeah. called Audio Surf. James <laughs> oh, <God>. no. <laughs> uh, no. is keeping it as relevant as ever. Oh, yeah. I've got only the hottest new releases from 1994 or whenever the hell Nino Cooney came out. 2000 and <laughs> Nino Cooney. My favorite, the first one. Yeah, I don't know. PS3 game. Uh, yeah. What do you What do you want to hear about? You want to hear about some Donkey Kong '94? I, I want to know why in the yeah, year of what the happened. Twenty twenty one. Why are you playing Donkey Kong? Yes. What kind of? Where, where are you? That's a good question. It? Why are you playing it? So Donkey Kong '94 for those people who are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Uh, I've done a Gamers on the Go episode about Donkey Kong '94. If you want to go back and listen to that with friend of the show Zach Fleeman. Oh mm-hmm. shit! Okay. Yeah. It's good. He put it on his game of the year list for like 2015 or something. And I said, sure, whatever. And he's like, I just played a lot of it this year. That's fair. So, well, I mean, okay. <laughs> if you, if you liked it that much, let's do a Among podcast. Us on can it. Be did. The game of the year in 2020 donkey Kong 94 can be the game of the year in 2015. I would say neither of those things could be, but that's okay. Um, so yeah, I was playing this. Why, what actually sparked it? Um, I was watching something about Mario and remembered that game for whatever reason and thought, oh, yeah, that was that was such a fun little game. Um, This is Donkey Kong 94 is the one that's on the original Game Boy. Uh, It actually is just called Donkey Kong. But for people to know that it's different from sure. Uh, um, But for people who uh, are who don't who want to be able to uh, figure out that it's not the arcade game then people refer to it as Donkey Kong 94. Um, I thought I had this cart. I used to. 
And apparently, I don't have the the Game Boy cart anymore, and that made me very sad. Damn. So, um, but it is on the 3DS eShop. Um, oh, okay. So I, I paid four dollars for this. It's it's cheap. Oh, and uh, highway robbery. I know. Uh, and I played this on my 3DS. Isn't it on? That's on the SNES Classic, right? No, it's a Game Boy game. Would not be on a SNES Classic. We try and keep up. Sorry, I'm thinking Donkey Kong Country. Big mistake. Yes. Yeah. Very, very different game. Giant. Um, very in fact, game. so this, if you have played the arcade game Donkey Kong, the one, you know, we, we did a, a whole podcast, a whole deep dive on the King of Kong. So yeah. that, that game that Steve, Steve Weeb friend of the and, show, uh, Steve Weeb. and Billy Mitchell. <laughs> yes. And not friend of the show, Billy Mitchell. Uh, I hate, <laughs> hate Billy Mitchell. I hope he's not allowed to be a friend here. <laughs> um, so that game, the arcade game, is represented here in the first four levels. Uh, you play, you play basically through the Donkey Kong arcade game, and then when you finish that, when you play in the arcade game, you'll go right back to the same loop of those four boards and just do them over and over again uh, with more challenging difficulty and, and other shit. Um, Donkey Kong ninety four is a little bit different because then Donkey Kong will just run off with Pauline and. He'll go to Long like a City. game. The game complete basically like the game completely changes to uh, a a puzzle platformer where you need to uh, either collect keys to get through locked doors, or you need to get up to specific places, or you need to solve little puzzles within the levels uh, to make paths open up for you. And it's just it's just a good tight little game. Yeah. It's it's got so much. You think about the other Mario games that are on uh, Game Boy or, or just other Mario games mm. in general, and it's very, it's very much like Super Mario Brothers. You can run, you can jump, you can get a fire flower and and throw fireballs. Um, there's not there's not a ton of difference. You know, six golden coins has that rabbit hat, that rabbit ears hat, where you can kind of float a little bit. Right. It's no cape, that's for sure. Um, but this. This game came out around the same time as Super Mario 64. I think it actually came out a little bit earlier. And it shows that there is so much more thinking to Mario's moveset in a game like this. Where Mario can uh, do, like, you can, you can run to the right as Mario, and then you can quickly press left and jump. And he'll do, like, this backflip that, that gets you much higher than his normal jump. And is really useful for getting through sure. stages very quickly because you can just turn on a dime, do your big jump flip, then jump flip up again. It actually makes the the first level where you're going up the different uh, girders to get up to Nagi Kong, it makes it fucking trivial because you just flip, 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 and you're up the top. Huh. Uh, it's there, crazy. It's good. Is there a thing in the game that lets you start to call him Mario instead of Mario? Because I've really, no. I'm we, trying to figure out when that would take place. This, this, is, a Mar- this is a Mario household. All, yeah, all Marios can get the fuck out. Get out of here, um, Mario. But Mario also has the ability to do a handstand. You can, you can put him, uh, you can have him do a handstand and he can even walk with his, uh, on his hands. And, you know, Donkey Kong will throw barrels and other shit down and if you're in handstand mode, you can actually like kick those things off. So normally when you get hit with a barrel, you die. But this is a way of kind of uh, not letting that happen. And it also lets you kind of like jump off of that into a into a fun move. So it actually 
just makes Mario's moveset really, really interesting and kind of lays a lot of the groundwork for what they ended up doing with Mario 64 and then thinking about Odyssey and all the Mario games where Mario's had such a diverse moveset compared to run and jump. And it's so I don't want to call you out, especially for the first time in front of a live audience. Yeah, what's up? Chase, I've known you for a while now, and everything mm-hmm. I, I feel oh, like boy. every week a game gets added to a backlog. I feel Things like that. like there was just a few a few days ago we were talking yep. about Metal Gear Solid. I, I did mention that I would love to go back and play MGS V again. So I where mean, where does okay? The, but to be fair, I'm always kind of thinking about MGS V. <laughs> yeah, I'm always um, thinking about MSG. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you where this came from is that it is such a quick pick up and play game that I thought, oh, this is something I can not knock out in a weekend because I I didn't have any illusions that I was going to beat it. But I did think, oh, I could just go back and play a little bit of that, get my fill, uh, send a a text to Zach Fleeman going, hey, I'm going to play that game because he loves that game. And he can go, yeah, fuck yeah, that's great. And then we actually had a conversation about um, the, uh, what's it called? The e-reader. The uh, remember remember that deep dive where I brought in the e-reader. Yeah. He also has an e-reader and he has e-reader cards, and we got to talk about how cool oh, we are for being yeah. the only two motherfuckers with e-readers. Friend of the show, Zach Fleeman. This this drinks for you. Good, good man. He is a good man. man. Anyway, so I played a bit of Donkey Kong ninety four. That game's still really good. I'm probably not going to go back and play more of it, but I got my fix, and that felt great. Uh, what didn't feel great, Nino Cooney. I I continue to not like that game. And I know that I'm not far enough in to get, get to out. the point where I should, but I am not having fun, and I feel Man. depressed. Oh my <laughs> like, god! I felt like you I was sold a bill of goods. This is, this but this is fair though. This is this needed to happen. So, uh, just to t- is this revenge for Bobby not liking Persona Four? No, I, didn't, I don't dislike it. This is I didn't like Red Dead Redemption. Killed Johnny. <laughs> okay. Johnny didn't like I'm still The Last upset. of Us Part 2. I also didn't like The Last of Us Part 2. Well, shame on you again. And now, <laughs> you bring this news to my doorstep that you don't like. Mm-hmm. What made me feel the most connected to you that I'll ever be. Yeah, I know. Cooney. It hurts me too. The umbilical uh, cord has been fucking bitten in half by you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Gross. That was gross. Uh, okay, that so was let me gross. let me give let me give you a little bit more context here. I only played I another couple of I hours. Like I don't need to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I only played another couple of hours. I got to the second city. So out of outside of the, you get done with like the golden forest and you go through a uh-huh. desert. I don't even know what it's called. Uh, right? Mamoon. It's something. It's some like cow pun. Um, Al Mamoon or something. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so again, I I don't have any more than three. Uh, familiars I had before. I still think that's unfun that I haven't really been able to customize a team yet. I haven't really gotten to do any of that. I've gotten a little bit of equipment, but it hasn't really changed the way I would play. Um, I still don't understand the Pokemon style, what's super effective against what, what's ineffective against other things, but also I only have three familiars, and two of them are the same type, so I don't... (laughs) It's very unhelpful when I'm trying to figure out what type advantages are. Um, And the story is fine. Like, the story's okay. I don't have a problem with that. It's just... It just feels... feels Like, the combat... The combat, I'm not having a fun time with. You know, Chase, nobody's perfect. It's true. uh, Nobody's nerfing. This game, apparently. 
I I think that you didn't like Persona Five for at least twenty hours. That's true. Well, I didn't like a specific part about Persona Five. It's it's combat and mechanics. I think were still top notch. It's just its story didn't make any fucking sense, and it doubled down on that. Um, and this, you know, I'm okay with the story, but the combat is just. I, I'm not saying I'm giving up, but. I'm just continuing to report that I have not found the fun in Nino Kuni, and I'm still wondering what you saw in this game. Each week, the knife heart. goes a little bit further <laughs> into Bobby's heart. I, I like Mr. Drippy. Mr. Drippy's good. Mr. Drippy's he, great. He says he says in it, and that's fun. The game's good, isn't it? Tidy, tidy, tidy. That game is tidy as shit. It's, uh, I'm mm, well. You know, if if that wasn't going to get the the job done for you, Chase, you probably had to yeah. play another new game, right? Something that was on your backlog. No. Right? Not no, exactly it's, new. it's really it's really just been those two games. I haven't uh, I haven't really been playing. No, much there's, of a, no there's another game you have listed here. Uh that's not really a game. <laughs> well, you're, you're certainly playing the game with my heart right now. So I do have I do have it listed though. So I guess I can mention that I watched the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I feel One like you've of the had last movies that most before. Americans saw in theaters. <laughs> Yes, 2020 is movie of the year because it was the only movie you got to see in a theater before everything went to hell. Robotnik no. won again. <laughs> okay, damn you, Eggman. So Johnny, you've seen this, Bobby. You haven't, right? No. Okay, I watched it and enjoyed it. I think it's fine. I it's for what it was. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it like it's not. It wasn't made for me, and I get yeah. that. So when I have little quibbles, like why is the real world location called? green hills but the zone that he comes from that looks like green hills is not called green hills where'd this fucking owl come from like there's no owl there's so many characters you can pull from sonic lore and you said let's make up a doofy one he basically looks like big or she whatever her name is like something talon foot or whatever the fuck can't we can't get the coen brothers to treat everyone's script okay (laughs) yeah you're right but i just uh, watched country for old men speaking of that that's a good movie i like that movie um but yeah sonic's fine it's it sounds like ben schwartz does a decent enough job Mm -hmm. there's some funny parts uh jim carrey does uh does decent work do you think he he does he does jim carrey and it's the same people that got upset about the way sonic looked got upset about the way cyberpunk looked <laughs> uh, sure. I bet. I bet I they would. I bet the. I bet the Venn diagram is closer to the people who didn't like the puddles in Spider Man. Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that fun controversy? That's fair. Um, yeah. I will say, best part of the movie though is the credits. The ending credits kicks oh, ass. It oh, is. Yeah. It, it takes a very Sonic Two aesthetic okay. and like retells the movie in in uh genesis graphics and it's awesome it's very good it's that's the best part like just go on go on uh youtube and watch the credits because i think that's cool and then like don't worry about the movie i mean the movie's fine it's a if it's a a perfectly cromulent kids movie exactly you thank you you didn't mention anything about jim carrey i did i said he he does jim carrey and it's fine oh okay so is but they they do set up actually one one more thing I want to make, well two things one um you know they show tails at the end like that's the post credits hey tails is going to be in the next one it's like yeah no shit uh, um if there's a next one but uh, it's like sure and he he looks fine and the second thing which actually maybe 
burns me the most is that at the beginning when Sonic is in the not called Green Hills, Green Hill Zone, right. um, the, the things that are attacking him because they know he's too powerful or whatever the fuck are echidnas. Like those are absolutely knuckles looking motherfuckers right. with their dreadlocks. So is he coming? And well, I don't know. And they don't mention you, you don't see knuckles. You don't, they don't mention that they're echidnas. They, I, sure, absolutely. That's what, I mean, that would be proper, right? That yeah, yeah. you're just following the video game format. But um, it's, uh, it, it was weird for me to see echidnas in that and go, sure. especially because I have a very complicated um, relationship with, with Sonic stuff we because I read, you guys didn't read the comics. You That's didn't true. read the Archie comics okay. like I did. And there is a lot of you went deep into Sonic. like the guy, the guy who wrote the Sonic the Hedgehog comics, like started to kind of get into weird themes like he he wanted to make it like a more mature thing. Oh, so you got and some BDSM with Sonic? Sure. No, no. not really. Sonic but at some point, at some point, Sonic, Sonic like, I feel like at some point the Archie comics said like, hey, Sonic should be like for kids. What are you doing? And so he split off and started writing a, a second comic that was all about Knuckles. And I'm like, hell yeah, Knuckles is the best Sonic character. Uh, so I want to read this. But that one became much more about politics and much more about family dynamics and much more mature. Like not not like Spawn mature, but like it was this guy who was taking Sonic the Hedgehog and trying to make a real heart like a real drama story out of it like this is what are we doing here but a lot of those a lot of those echidna designs look very much like the echidnas that show up in in the sonic the hedgehog movie and for a second for like a fraction of a second i thought what are we doing here and then he immediately like takes a warp ring to earth and they never mention it again and it doesn't matter i'm like okay it's fine but at one point i'm like I I might kind of be into this. I don't know. <laughs> well, so it's very weird. This is very it complex. Like the best thing you played is the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Kind oh yeah, Donkey Kong ninety four is really good. Okay, that's a good that's a good game. Um, well I will continue. Uh, yeah, I'll continue the the thing about good games here, um, and we'll start off by revisiting the Casual Hours twenty nine. No, 2018 game of the year. No. Monster no. Hunter World. No. Um, it was a decision that we thought you made. said. thought you said good games. Oh, I'm sorry. Monster Hunter Rise is out on the Nintendo eShop as a demo. And uh, I finally got a chance to check this out. This was... Actually, I am interested in this. Yeah. Because this is not Monster Hunter World, right? This no. is supposedly much more like traditional Monster Hunter games. Except you ride a dog sometimes. You do ride a dog sometimes. I think that this one plays a lot more like World, but evolved a bit more. So I think that it's got okay. the trappings. So let me back up. You know this, and you know this. The audience doesn't know that. Like I don't have much of a history with uh, Monster Hunter outside of Monster Hunter World. No, and I have. I have more of a Monster Hunter experience yeah. than any of you because I you played three Ultimate. Them. Yeah, I played three Ultimate on my 3DS, and I played Story. So I played. Yeah, more. I've played double the Monster you Hunter that you guys Monster have played. I, I also played Monster Hunter uh, World and didn't like it, but it's whatever. one of my favorite video games of all time. So, so yeah, uh, 
you and 15 million other people seem to be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that this game is really fucking slick. It was built for the Switch. It is Mm -hmm. rumored to come out to the PC as well, but they built this for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, It plays a lot like Monster Hunter World does, um, in my opinion. Like you're, You're still not having to go into loading screens. You're not having to use the paintball mechanic. Quite frankly, they've made tracking monsters even easier. It's no longer following scout flies. It's just a big ass arrow that comes up on the screen and it tells you where you need to go, which is really ride your dog. Yeah. And that's the big thing. So on top of having a palico, you actually have a dog now. And I can't remember the actual name of the dog. Um, Is it as funny as palico? It is. It's a dumb name. Um, I'll look it up. But you can. So they, they brought one of the elements that I think they introduced chase. First in Monster Hunter Stories, which is where you can ride some of these monsters, like the riding mechanic that was there. Okay. Yeah, in Stories, it's very pointless. I mean, it gets you around faster, but it's pointless. It's, it's very good. Yeah, okay. so go for it. A, a Palamute? A Palamute. Like a Malamute. Mm. Yeah, I get that. Okay. So, Palico and Palamute. Uh, you, start, you start off on the demo. They basically have an introduction to like, teach you how it is. They've got like 10 predefined classes that you can use. They then have... Um, Two, two hunts that you can go on, like a beginner and an intermediate. It's very which, similar. Which weapon did you pick? Hammer. I'm a hammer bro. Okay. Come on, Chase. Um, I, I mean, I know he's used hammer before, but some people would like to try to switch it up or something if they're, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to... So the way that Nintendo did this also was interesting. Like, I don't know if it was Nintendo or Capcom, but there's only 30 hunts that you can do before the demo expires. And so you don't get to, like, that go sounds- on, it could equal is an equal yeah. chance. It's Nintendo. That sounds like a very Nintendo like solution. <laughs> but the the way that they do it, there's uh, two hunts you can go on: a beginner and an intermediate one. And when you're in the world, lots of the monsters are there, much like you would see in Monster Hunter World, where you can interact and start going after one of them. But the traversal is really what they focus on. So outside of being able to ride a companion uh, through the entire world, which does help quite a bit, you're not burning stamina when you do that. Uh, they can traverse up hills, which is awesome. But there's this new mechanic that is a lot like the clutch call, but it's a wire bug, I believe is what it was called, that allows you mm-hmm. to do some more uh, vertical movement to this game, hence the name of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this you can tra- also like lasso monsters, right? And get on top of them much easier. Yeah, so right before, like, because in Monster Hunter, you know, you could like basically knock a, a monster down and then beat it up and all that fun stuff. Before that... In this game, they, they have a phase that you can essentially knock the monster to a point where you can then lasso it, and then you're going through it. Now, now when you're on top of the monster, you can then attack other monsters with that monster. They have a move set that you can It's pretty oh, cool. That's really okay. cool. So that it's like a strong fun. attack and a light attack. But then they also like say that you can damage the monster by running it into walls, and then like you have to do this thing where you balance it back out. You can do a pretty successful run of this, where you can damage another monster, damage the monster itself, pop off and then go into your damage phase. I didn't play this with anybody else but myself, so I was trying to concoct in my mind, like, how would this play out if I was with a team right now going after it? Like, I know, Johnny, you and I played with your cousin, my cousin, a friend of the show, Phil, quite a bit, uh, where we were definitely all playing a different style. I I think that you were, you balanced between a few different weapons. If I remember correctly, Mm -hmm. Phil was, Phil and my cousin were pretty set on a weapon and I was set on a hammer. But when we were playing this, the uh, insect glaive. Yeah, he was all about the insect glaive. He was like insect glaive. That was the one time I kind of had fun playing. That it's game. a lot of fun. Well, that might be a, a thing to think about because they bring a lot of that style into this one when it comes to mechanics and how you move around with it. 
each one of the main weapons, though, does have some really cool move sets. So for me being a hammer user, uh, you can get up and like, get, get up there and do a ton of damage up front and personal with these these monsters. But then you really open yourself up to getting fucked up pretty bad. But I can get in and out now with this wire cutter where it's almost like a grapple out. So I can like grapple yeah. away from the monster, grapple back to it. And then, uh, you know how I would like slide down hills and do that like spinny thing, Johnny, and just knock the fuck out of the, the birds and uh-huh. shit? Um, oh, yeah. Very technical terms here. Yes. I'm a technical monster hunter, okay? I mean, I if you look it up in the codex, that's exactly how it describes well, it. Well, that's like one of the things with the wire, the wire bug now. You basically slingshot yourself up in the air with a hammer. And then you just spin down onto it, which is oh, really that's so good. It's really, really good. Uh, this game comes out in March. I'm really excited to see how they open it up further. From what people who are familiar with the series have shared, it's a good blend of Monster Hunter World and Monster Hunter that came before it. Um, but I still have a few sessions left. I'd love to try and play with somebody else if anybody wants to check it out. Uh, I will be picking it up on the Switch. It doesn't look great. I mean, it looks it looks fine. It looks very. I mean, it's just it's a Switch game. Yes, yeah, a Switch. So game. It's not. You know, but, you and I have been playing Monster Hunter World most recently on our stupidly pa- overpowered computers. Right. And uh, you know, we're used to things being in a lot higher resolution, but this is still Monster Hunter on the Switch, which is pretty no, like awesome. that. There was something to be said about that because I was like hunkered down on the couch hanging out with Sarah, and I was playing some Monster Hunter there. She was playing Animal Crossing and. Uh, that hoary split pad that we got chased and that I have, like that is a dream for, come true for this thing. For your sausage hands, right? For these big O's. Not people realize what I'm talking about. <laughs> they know how the sausage is made. They you know, if you, want, if you want to play a, a Monster Hunter game on Switch that looks good, yeah. Monster Hunter Stories 2. Well, that's not that's, out yet. Yeah, Chase. it's not out yet, okay. but I, that, that's okay. April, right? How about, how about this? If you it? want to play a Monster Hunter game, on the Switch that looks good. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. There's yes. a Rathalos in that game. Yes, there is. Chase, I have a sneaking <laughs> suspicion that I will wear you down again. Have no, you get this game and never play it with you. Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> Especially after what happened last time. Yeah. No. That is my not point. happening. All right. Not okay. happening. What was what was more offensive to you? Convincing you to buy Monster Hunter World or convincing you to buy Borderlands Three? Or Borderlands oh, Punk for Christmas. Not, well, <laughs> you know, Cyberpunk, at least I didn't have to pay any money for. Um, but, <laughs> God, um, I, I would say that Borderlands 3 was much worse. Because that, okay. that game, holy Tiny shit, Tina. that game. But, um, Tiny Tina. Uh, I, I will say what's even, maybe even more disappointing was that when we did play Monster Hunter, I started asking you questions about how to make party stuff, and you didn't know. And Nobody you does. said it was because, like, oh, I haven't played this game for a while, you know, whatever. And I'm like, you played this game a lot, and I haven't played this game at all. On and Xbox, I know that all this party Xbox. shit sucks. It's just, mm, so wasn't wasn't good. Didn't didn't seem like a, a master um, at this game that you like uh, so much. No, I have, I have nothing but fondness for Monster Hunter World, and I am very excited to check out more of Monster Hunter yeah. Rise. March 26th is when that comes out. There's a standard edition. Um, and in a, a deluxe digital version on the eShop that you can pre-order right now. If you pre-order, you do get some in-game bonuses. I think there's some some crafting materials, and I do believe you actually get an entire armor. Um, and I think Nintendo changed that up, by the way. It might have always been this way, but I thought whenever you pre-order Nintendo, they immediately charged you, but now they charge you. Oh, um, yeah, that is different. Yeah, so just something to think about um, if you are mm-hmm. going to pre-order that. I mean... I- 
you know I'm going to be buying this game. Yeah, you don't have to sell it to me. Well, let me tell you about something else here because I've I have gone down a black hole. Yes. Should uh, I take a break? Should I just chase, get out of, get out of the way chase, while you, you guys would absolutely yeah. love Move out everything I'm going to talk about? But if you want to get out of the way, steer clear. Uh, just just go ahead. So uh, I was cruising around Steam about ten days ago, and I had saw a game that I downloaded back when PAX was going on. Uh, called Everspace 2 Demo was being on the front page of the game. What's that? The prototype. prototype. Yeah, Everspace 2 Prototype. And I thought, I have this POTAS down here that I need to check out and use again. I haven't played Squadrons for a while, not knowing anything about the game, just knowing that it was going to be something that had to do with the spaceship. Like, I will download this prototype and I will check it out and see how it works. And then you played it and he wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. I wouldn't. And then I how's, how's that different from any other game he's played? So <laughs> this one's really good. I oh, okay. <laughs> the reason that is on, different. The the reason it was on Steam was the early access was officially launching uh, January eighteenth. This had been pushed back from yep. December. Um, but they in, pushed it back because of Cyberpunk. They did. They wanted to get out of the way of Cyberpunk. Hey, back when that was yeah. a big scary thing. <laughs> So let me kind of set the stage, Chase. I don't know how much you know about Everspace, um, but you said it's Destiny, but with ships, kind of. Um, so Everspace came out a few years ago, and when they when Rockfish made that game, uh, it ended up being a run-based game where you had a little bit of carryover elements in between runs, where like sh- shit that you could buy for your your particular ship would carry over. Um, it did have some loot in it that you could unlock but they had said that the game that they always wanted to make was a full-blown rpg open universe open world whatever you want to call it game where the ship was the focus they have came out and said that they feel everspace 2 which is what they kickstarted successfully like Mm -hmm. a very successful kickstarter um would be more of it was like freelancer meets diablo and they are all big fans of destiny and i think aesthetically speaking the ship mm-hmm. design especially borrows heavily oh, from, yeah. from the, the totally. way that the ships in Destiny look. But this is fucking Diablo, in my opinion. Diablo in space. Your ship is the character. There's multiple classes or multiple styles of ship that you can buy and purchase uh, that have different attributes, even like down to ultimates that you can unlock with it. Uh, so I'm using, I think it's an Interceptor, is the model that I'm currently running in this ultimate, for example. I'm running a runner. Right now. Okay. I just got that last night. Nice. So I can string up basically, you know how you would tether all the enemies together as a hunter in Destiny? So if there's a cluster of ships, I can shoot a tether through these and kind of bring them all together. If I attack one, it's going to send the damage through that tether to all of them and mm-hmm. basically take out a cluster. Uh, the, the ship that I am is a very aggressive base ship. You're up and personal with things. The one that I might go after this is not one like a, a class that I would typically play, but it's a uh, it's a scout, and so it's mm-hmm. it's very very little shield. Uh, it's got attacks that increase the further away you are from enemy types. Uh, it looks a lot like a Tie Fighter, also, which helps. What would you say this game feels like? Does it like you said you're playing this with a Hotas if that's what you no, have not. for it? Oh, you're not I'm, okay. No. Like, so does it feel like? squadrons when you're kind of like going around or if squadrons was forza motorsports this is horizon 
when it when it comes to yeah okay like it it's, is um, they they are they are not a sim they are an arcade base they actually designed the game to be best experience with a mouse and keyboard yeah and John, really when i well. when i talked to johnny about this off off pod uh he was I, I brought up that my my issue is that you know squadrons is fine and that's that's okay but if i'm going to spend um a, a number of hours on a deeper rpg i don't typically love like ship to ship combat stuff um i like i find i find it's a lot of like d- dogfighting stuff can be exciting but it can also just feel like i'm crossing paths with something and nothing's ever getting shot at people or I'm just getting hit in the back and I can't do anything about it. Um, so I, I haven't experienced that yet. Okay. Um, Cause that's my worry for a game like this is like, yeah. Oh, it, it sounds like you're making it sound good with all the different powers and classes and things that you can do with that. But if, if at the end of the day, it feels like a, a plain shootery game, then I don't know if that's it's, something it's definitely I can not, commit to. It's not that for sure. So, um, the, the combat itself, you can experience in the first game. They've improved it quite a bit in the, the second one, but there's enough of it there that uh, you can't. I, I believe that that first one is on Switch. It's also on uh, it is. PlayStation. It's also on Xbox and PC. I would tell you, Chase, if you're going to pick it up, play it on your PlayStation. I don't think the Switch would be a good spot for it. Um, just from a control standpoint, Like I think that controller would feel a lot better in the hand. But, has- but what about my Hori Split Pratt? <laughs> I mean that would be fine too. I, 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 honestly, that wouldn't be terrible. But if you're if you're not going a lot of places right now, I think, and you're looking for something new on your PlayStation, that might yeah. be a good one. Yeah. But so the the game takes off. You are in the first game. You find out you're a clone, and in this particular game, what? Yeah. Spoilers. Well, it's in the first one. Uh, this one, you are same character that carries over, but something happens in the first game to where. Like you're a clone of a clone. Well, yeah. you don't get to come back essentially. Like this, you you now have one life to live. Oh, they stole your light. Is that, stole, is that what they, it is? They stole your light. Yeah. They killed your guardian. Um, and oh, you set off, no. and you are the darkness is creeping in. There is some darkness there. Basically, in the starter cluster that they have you, you're running around doing some some quest. You're trying to piece together the ability to get to the next area, which is called Union. You you do get some companions. Uh, in this game, and they don't have ships that. I mean, there is a point where they have a ship and they're with you, but for the most part, they offer a perk system that, yeah. when you're getting materials and shit in the world, you can dump into these particular character perks. Um, that reminds me of Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, it's very much like that. I'm listening. And your particular character, uh, for every five levels that you go up, you get a perk slot where there's three different perks that you can put on yourself, but they're interchangeable, so you can change them up as much as you want to, like for whatever environment you find yourself in. Um, weapons do have different stats and different roles on them. They, they do use the color-based system for, for the rarity of those items. The game focuses heavy on, on crafting, so you can break down stuff that you find, and then you can actually unlock blueprints that will let you craft higher elements. You can bring weapons up with you. Uh, your ship is modular to the point where you can add and swap things out from shields to energy boost if you wanted to focus on it. Like one thing that I found... For my uh, for energy, if I was idle and not moving, so for every second that I was idle, up to I think thirty or forty percent, it increased my range on being able to scan resources. Just by so if I was done killing things, I would sit still for a second, let that go out, and then oh, I can go mine some ore over there, or hey, that ship actually dropped a container. But there's some really fucking cool puzzles that they do also, where you can yeah. 
like bring in like you wouldn't think about it but like as a ship like you can then take an energy lock that you can like pick things up and bring it over so like i need to figure out how to rewire this this asteroid with explosives and then i need to figure out how to like ignite the explosives to blow this up to get the resources out of it i just Um, did that last night it's really fucking cool how they do it um the carrot that they dangle for this is is awesome um the soundtrack for this game is incredible. Oh, how good is it when you kick oh in the light speed? Yeah, that's the mm. other thing. So, like, I think that the interface re- does remind you, like, the way that they organize some stuff uh, looks a little bit like No Man's Sky's inventory system. And the idea that No Man's Sky was like, hey, you can go from the planet up to the atmosphere and beyond. Like, you're not landing your ship, but you can definitely engage. So you can just move your ship with a thruster. Or you can do like a cruise control where it is an increased speed, or you can hold down a key and you literally can just hop into hyperspeed whenever you want to. And then you go out and you can cruise around the galaxy. It's just so fucking cool, man. Yeah. Like this um, game has such an awesome style. Yeah, if, if you're in a sticky situation, uh, the thing assigned to your number two uh, on the keyboard, you hit that and it boosts you away from wherever you're at by several kilometers. Well, those uh, are, well that depends, Johnny, because those are consumables. Right. So you can um, change those out. Like, Johnny has, there's, like, basically yeah. a support one and then a, a fighting-focused one as well. Yep. Uh, I've got a, an EMP blast that I can send out that disables other ships momentarily. Um, and uh, if you do need to get away quickly, you know, you hold C down on the keyboard, and it has to build up to go into light speed. You're being hit. It knocks that timer back a little bit. Um, and, uh, like, there's not really a huge penalty for dying. No. Uh, save, the game saves when you get into a new system. And then if you are at a trading app post, you can manually save the game. So really, if you, if you jump in somewhere and immediately get taken out, you there, can just quickly reload your save. And, so there and are factions there. as well, which is really cool. And uh, increasing your rep with the factions gets more jobs, gets more loot. So you can do things throughout the galaxy, picking those up uh, as you're cruising around. Like if I have like if I'm in hyper travel, it'll be like, hey, there's an unknown signal we're detecting right now. You can hop out of it and like cruise over, and there could be this barrage of shit that's just getting bombarded by outlaws. You, you yeah. clear that out. They, they sometimes they'll drop you something pretty shiny. Sometimes it's just it's just garbage. This game 100% stands on the shoulders of Destiny, and I think for what you like about that, it's not an open world game. I'm sorry, it's not a uh, MMO. Like this is a contained single-player game that is letting you explore a very linear-driven, not linear, I'm sorry, but a very intentionally designed and intentionally um, created world. Uh, it's not procedurally generated like the first one was where, based off of money and resources, they had to make those runs. Uh, it's fucking cool, man. Like It's one of the biggest surprises I've, I've came across. I stumbled into this thing face-first. Um, I like this game so much that it's going to probably impact how I rank and allow early access games this year when it comes to Game of the Year. We're changing the rules. Did we, did we not change the rules already? I thought we changed I mean, the rules. I don't remember. But yeah, I mean, I, I so so it's not so it's not out yet, right? Yes. Yeah, sorry, this just hit early access um, on January 18th. They are planning uh, to do quarterly updates on the game. Uh, they have a very active, very transparent Discord if you want to follow along with what's going on there. But the target right now is uh, early 2022 for yeah. for the game. And when it hits 1.0, 18 months. 
it will be uh, 100% on all platforms when it launches. So PC, console, yeah. the whole, the um, whole works. And they, right. they see were, you next year. <laughs> they were the number one game on Steam. Yeah, that's really uh, cool. Like in the top selling games uh, on Monday, and uh, it's it's just really cool to see a small studio like this have all these people super enthusiastic to, to check out their game. They're a relatively uh, small one too, Rockfish. Like I don't think they've done mm-hmm. a whole lot outside of this. Chase, this would be this would be a perfect quick look for you. All right. And Johnny, I, I'm I'm not against it. I just. I can't get excited about a game I can't play for a year. That's fair. Fine. That's fair. It's why it's why I couldn't get excited about Temtem. Yeah. Well, hey, we can play or, that or Rublets. I can't. You can't. I can't play it the way I want to play it. But you've bought this game. They're already doing cross save, and uh-huh. you've bought stuff multiple times. <laughs> not not by ch- not because I wanted to. But you did it. Yeah. So anyway, you did it. Um. This is a game that I, I am so excited that I found. Uh, I've got about 10 hours into it already, and uh, I, I'm just like, it's all I can think about. Hey, I've, uh, is that it for you, Bobby? That's it. Uh, Johnny. Okay. Thank I you for also, popping in there. Yeah, I have also been playing a lot of Everspace, about five hours, and just echo everything that Bobby just said. That's basically how I feel. Um, I'm having a hell of a time with it. I'm really glad that he just, he happened upon it and twisted my arm into purchasing it for myself. He likes to twist people's arms. He does. He likes us to play And he's so that, strong. Yeah, right? He's a big guy. <laughs> I would never twist anybody's arm into playing no, a game. Never, that would never, never happen. Yeah. Um, so, and in addition to Everspace 2, I also started uh, Bug Snacks, finally. Uh, I say I, sh- I did. Yeah, I should do that. <laughs> Why haven't I not done that? I, have, I own that game. You know what? You should do it tonight. Cool mm, uh, maybe not. <laughs> I, so, this is mainly just me watching my son Jude play this game uh, and helping him out occasionally when he would get frustrated with, uh, you know, the controls or having some problems figuring out what to do. And it's like Pokemon Snap meets Monster Rancher, maybe Slime Rancher. I don't. It's, I, it's I don't a know. lot cooler than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and like the the writing is real snappy. Uh, I think the dialogue is is pretty good. Uh, the bug snacks themselves, like I do. You I have called a favorite my snack? Uh, probably Bunger. Bunger's good. Classic. Uh, I I kept calling my wife in the room just to look and show her how cute the bug snacks were. They're not cute, Uh, Johnny. They're cool. Okay, (laughs) my mistake. Um, Jude Jude thought they were so cute, he didn't like the idea initially of feeding them to Mm, uh, the residents of bug snacks. Wait till he hears what happens when you kiss. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then he he was even more confused when you fed this guy a, a strawberry. Uh-huh. And suddenly his foot turned into a strawberry. He thought yeah. that was real weird. Um, but yeah, I I'm I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, man, this I game's all so about some fucking body horror. Yeah. yeah. So I've seen when I when I've seen you know people play that game or quick looks or early impression stuff. 
I I have never been the biggest fan of like ah, it just looks kind of weird that they've got three strawberries for a leg now. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I got a, a glimpse of what those characters can look like at the end of the game <laughs> after you've given them so much shit, uh-huh. and and I'm like. Oh holy shit! I need to see this now. Yeah. <laughs> like it is. It's uh, It's like it's a lot. <laughs> uh, uh, it's like Palpatine when he's yeah. like, right after he gets fried. <laughs> yeah, I definitely <laughs> need to. What's that? Maybe. Is this an allegory for drugs? Is this about the meth <laughs> crisis in the United States? I don't know if it's no. These people aren't tweaked out on meth. Like this is like. It's definitely about something, yes. but I don't know what that something is. Yeah, it's like ketamine. They're on ketamine. It's not. It's, it's not about the opioid crisis. <laughs> oh my! This God. is actually set in uh, Jefferson County, Missouri, mm. uh, or or any county of Missouri. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Or somewhere in the desert. Um, yeah. So it's bug snacks. Like we played it for maybe an hour or so. Uh, really, really enjoying it. Um, Smack the snacks, t- man. It's good. I'll, I'll make Damn. sure to play some snacks before uh, you should. Maybe before the next podcast. Please do. I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, I think Chase would like it. Yeah, I bet I would. I, I have it for free. Thanks, PlayStation Plus. Uh, cute game. Has a lot of cool stuff it's doing. Um, today, though, Hitman Three came out. Yeah, that's a big fucking deal. And I don't know if you I heard Johnny. People hmm. like Hitman Three. People do like Hitman Three. Uh, it's getting lots of excellent reviews. Uh, this is the second one that they've released since becoming an independent studio. Yep. Um, and it takes, from what I've experienced and what I've read so far, takes all of the good stuff about those first two games and the reboot, whatever you want to call it, and just mwah, chef's kiss. Uh, you know, the the level design and how serious and stupid the story is continues it, to you to play how great. much of it i'm halfway through the first mission so, so I've can you just let me know because chase I, I must speak for you here you and i have appreciated this from a distance quite quite a lot actually like i love watching yeah. videos of it i have nothing bad to say about it but anytime i go to play this game i'm just like you know i'd rather just watch somebody do this i think and, that's totally fair. i mean it 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 does require uh, a fair deal of patience sure. and uh, probing, you know, to figure out, especially if there's a specific way that you want to kill someone, uh, or you know, once you clear a map, they usually give you alternate ways and uh, things that you can do to achieve the goals there, or they is have it, their elusive. Targets. Is it any different? Does it mechanically change the formula up at all from the? Other- I mean, n- not that I've seen so far. Right. Uh, you know, I'm just in the very first mission, but I mean, I'm, I'm sure there'll be some new gadgets and, and things that you yeah. can and you're choose playing this and on play your PlayStation, with. right? You got it there. I am. I'm playing on a PS five for the dual uh, sense. I did. I, yeah, I have, I, I'm an idiot. I own Hitman one and two, I think on steam. Yeah. And I could have gotten three on there and then they all would have been together, but I don't know realistically how quickly i'll go back to those games and honestly it doesn't really bother me if i've played on another platform yeah all, all i mean it, it's maps, right hmm? Never mind. Oh, Chase, yeah it's, it's it's putting all of the maps from hitman one and two into this one location uh-huh. and they're also getting all of the improvements i believe that they've added 
to Hitman 3. So, uh, you know, if it goes like it was on sale, discounted pretty deeply this last week, if that happens again, I might pick him up eventually. But yeah, I, I was just really interested in experiencing what it does with the dual sense. And so far, um, I've only really experienced that when shit went real bad and I, I got caught subduing someone and then had to pick the gun up and, you know, I started blasting, uh, and then quickly realized, okay, there's, I should just reload my save. Um, but I like, yeah. So this first mission opens up, you're in the world's tallest skyscraper in the United Arab Emirates or Saudi Arabia or somewhere over there. It doesn't, I don't I think remember. it's that one from Microsoft flight simulator. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> the, do you remember that? The one that was like, somebody uh, put in a, like the miles in the sky. Yeah. The number of floors. Um, <laughs> it's super tall. Yeah. And so you, it starts with you parachuting down and then you climb in through a window and, I ended up eliminating one of the targets by making uh, this art piece that was hanging from the ceiling fall down on his head. Uh, Cause I infiltrated this backstage area and I put on a, a disguise that made me look like the staff uh, after subduing some people back there. And I was like, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And then I saw, cause you have your hitman vision and the targets are red and I saw him walking. I was like, okay, actually this kind of looks like the path he's on might take him out through where I'm at, so I'm just going to hang back here and wait. And sure enough, he comes strolling through. I push triangle to release the winch, and boom, he's dead. Um, you and I'm making, my, I'm making my way up to some of the, the higher floors uh, disguised as in a military uniform. I found some intel. It's just the... Don't they the do natural, something with the, uh, the piano wire, whatever they call, they call that? Garot. Yes. With uh, so, the control tension, like when you when you're pulling that, I'll have to try that. I, I I think that would be pretty cool. Like they make you like pull through it a bit more with the the dual. Yeah, hmm. I I will test that out and report back with my findings. Um, I've picked up a banana. I'm hoping I could chuck at someone's head. Um, and yeah, these these games they're just so. It's. They're primed for storytelling. Like yeah, the, the yeah. story you were just told there about like this kind of emerging gameplay mm-hmm. of, oh, hey, I wonder if this stuff will work. And it totally does it, because it does. the game's been built that way. That's and cool. It's like one of those yeah. things where like they, they did the, the Twitch Place Pokemon or whatever. Like I think the zanier ideas, the better when it, when mm-hmm. it happens. Like, when and they these, encourage that. Yeah. Uh, and they just, they fully embrace how ridiculous so many of the things you're doing in this game are. And the fact that a man with a barcode tattooed on the back of his head can just don some new clothes and suddenly blend in with his environment. Uh, it's just, it's so good. I love those games. I'm really happy that uh, they've had a lot of success and I'm really excited to dig further into this one tonight um, and uh, talk more about it next week. Nice. Uh, actually. Oh, you know what? There's a game I forgot to put on here, which is actually the one I'm most excited to talk about. Uh, and oh, that is... What's that? Uh, Chase, do you remember the other night I asked you if I were to be getting into a series, which one might be the best to start with? Oh, God damn it. I vaguely remember this. So uh, I had an Amazon gift card <sighs> uh, that my sister bought me some, some books that someone else bought for me. 
So mm-hmm. I, I had a gift receipt. I returned them. I had this credit to use. And there's a series that Chase is very fond of called Super Robot Wars, uh, which is a... It's fucking happening, Bobby. You can talk <laughs> you all you want. You, you can't do, you can't do anything to stop it. But you, you can't do anything to stop this. That, that game is bad. You know it's a bad video it's game. Not, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so stupid. Hell the story, yeah. The story is ridiculous. Uh, so you're playing Super Robot Wars T, which is the newest one. Yes, in the, the, in the franchise. Yeah. Don't, listen, don't get excited. You're playing this on Switch. This, this is a flash yeah. in the pan for him. He'll be. Back no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Two or Roblox, because you know my man's it. my man's got guides. He's got mm-hmm. a, a spirit guide in one Chase Kennedy to help him through, mm-hmm. and I believe that the power of anime will pull Johnny. It's so good. I it's can't so good. Believe that I'm having a conversation with you about not liking Nino Cooney, and yet you're yeah, talking baby. about imported. <laughs> yeah, baby. Wait, 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 wait. You have always cl- saying to Chase, "Don't talk about things that you have not played." It's true. I've played I, Super Robot Wars. At my you, house. you have not. You have at not. I played. I played Super Robot Wars at your house. You did not play it. Oh, I was yeah, there playing okay, it with you. Okay, Bobby. Here, let me because I understand. Uh, you know, playing this game and watching someone play this th- game are two very different experiences. True. I had watched some YouTube footage in the past. Like, eh, I don't know. This seems Does, like- it doesn't look all that fun when you're when you're looking at it. But I love a good strategy game. And buddy, there are some layers to this strategy game. Let me tell you, it's a fucking seven layer dip of strategy. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, I hate I, that dip. I, I, I love it. I love this. I am open Put it right into my veins. Like, Put it when, like a COVID nineteen vaccine. Put it right here, baby. On the fucking note. Like I don't want to talk about this. It wasn't on the note. We don't talk about it. <laughs> this was a surprise. No, no, we we, we you, saved this just for we, you, baby. You, know you could put on there. Surprise. Me. I've been waiting for this all show long. <laughs> there, it's on the notes this. now. <laughs> how dare you do this tonight? Um, so Johnny, how how what what are your impressions of this? What are you uh, what what are you thinking? I'm thinking that uh, the writing is silly. And yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking that uh, you know the the battlefield layout. It kind of like you know Into the Breach doesn't have amazing visuals, but that's one of the best games that's come out in the last decade. Then play it. Right? Just play that. That's all I have to do. Um, Just play more of that. This is a new strategy game. I like I like and appreciate uh anime on a on a level more than bobby does um i the only the only one that i'm really familiar with in this game is cowboy bebop which is why i got t uh because i love cowboy bebop and spike and um you get that ship in this game you get swordfish it's very good um and look bobby i won't talk about this game for too long i just I it's mean, yeah, just like one or two more hours, I yeah. think. The, um, thing is, the best thing about being on Twitch is now that you know, like people know how I suffer through this. They just know. Yeah. It's great. Look, you, you're so happy. Um, yeah, look, we've we've heard Chase talk at, you know, at length about these games, but me experiencing it for the first time, I wasn't sure what to think. But hey, I didn't spend that much to get it. So, you know, what's I'm not really out much of anything if I don't enjoy it. But it's a cool game. It's got 
And you're not super far in. You've only played a handful like of missions. Four or five scenarios or five. in. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I'm on scenario two, but I played like four or five missions. Um, the animations are a lot of fun. I like the the smack talk that the characters have with between each other whenever they're about to get their, their shit messed up. And I have my friend Chase here uh, to help me navigate these waters because they're, like I said, there's layers to this game. And I want to make sure I don't miss anything uh, that would, you know, leave me wanting. Yeah, like for me, it's tough because part of me wants to tell Johnny every tip and trick I can. uh, Because when I played Super Robot Wars X for the first time, that was my entry into the series. I, I did things wrong just because I didn't know better. I didn't understand all the systems. And there are so many systems in this yeah. game that you that yeah, you can I mean, you like slash menus, have to balance. The right one. Yeah, I, I like menus. Menus are cool. Um, so I, I've kind of been trying to drip feed Johnny stuff while also letting him just enjoy things on his own. And it's been... Uh, I look forward to the Google Chats when Johnny's like, hey, I saw this thing last night. I didn't, or, oh, it's it's so cool that the anime uh, uh, yeah. OP, anime opening plays when your yes. unit attacks. The music oh. from Cowboy Bebop plays yes. when you're controlling. It plays tank, baby. Yeah, awesome. Oh, it's so good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep playing this game. It's been something, like I play one or two missions at night while I'm laying on the couch. Um, I've been splitting my time pretty evenly between this and Everspace. Look, um, something for both of us, Bobby. Yeah. I don't I love shit. shit with I, um, I will also make a, a somewhat surprise announcement that because Johnny has, um, has started Super Robot Wars T, that's inspired me to go back and actually replay Super Robot Wars X uh, to, to play it correctly this time. And so far, I'm having a pretty good time. Yeah. And Bobby, you know how much I love to rebuy games. I, I bought this version for the Switch. I previously played the PS5 or PS4 version, rather. Um, so you know, I have yeah. I have V V X and T all on Switch, and I will whenever they put out whatever the Super Robot Wars 30th anniversary game will be. I will also play that on the Switch. I and talk about it on this very podcast. Hey, if I I'll, enjoy this, I'll make you a deal. I'll play that game with you. You'll play Monster Hunter Rise with us. I let's let's make sure it gets announced first before I actually have to commit. I mean, I've I've put in my money to play Asia without them even saying there was a game yet. But play just like, hey, there's probably a game you want to put money on it. And I said, yes, yes, yeah. I will. I, if I continue <laughs> to enjoy this game as much as I am currently, I will probably be buying this new Super Robot Wars. Um, I also learned tonight that because I was watching a YouTube video about Super Robot Wars, uh, I learned that some fan communities have translated some of the older titles. And oh. I uh, have uh, downloaded a number I'd of those. Go on a fucking day long <laughs> car ride with johnny uh then, i've downloaded a gba one uh three and and three uh snes ones or super oh, fan i'd rather be in a car with johnny at two in the morning after he's had four fucking doritos tacos from taco bell oh really? uh, hell yeah i'd rather be stuck in a car with johnny in that environment than have to deal with fan translations of super robot wars <laughs> uh actually the fan translations are better in fact bandai went to a fan translator and said, hey, when we translated V, 
it sucked. Would you mind translating X and T for us? And they did, and they're better. They're not great. They're still not great, but they are much better. So fan translations can be pretty good sometimes. What a great community. Um, It's a great community. All right, so is that it? That's it. We're ready for the news. Great. Can't wait. Uh, You actually did your job this week. I did. Appreciate you. Thank you for putting the news together. Um, What What do we have here? What's the most eventful thing that we have? Oh, gosh, guys. Uh, Let's see. We have quite a few stories in here. I'm Uh, back to being pissed off. (laughs) And uh, the first story, uh, did y'all hear they announced an Indiana Jones game? Didn't we talk about this already? Did we? No. No. Because it was a deep dive. It was a deep dive Uh, last time. Right. Yeah, we we don't know a ton about this. They released a very vague teaser. Who's they? It's important uh, point. Important point to note. Who is they? Bethesda. Bethesda. Uh, with it was the uh, Machine Gun Games. Is that who it is that put out the Wolf Machine Wolf? Games? Yeah, Machine Games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was like the team that did Wolfenstein. Did they? They didn't do Prey, right? No. No. Yeah. Okay. That was just Ark. Just Wolfenstein. Yes. I'm, I'm sure they've made other stuff too, but yes, the, okay. the Wolfenstein people. Yeah, they made, they went from one Nazi punching game to a new Nazi punching game. And they this made one, has, one quick game. They have um, Todd's like directly overseeing this one, right? Todd Todd Howard is going to be in some capacity a, a higher up with this. Oh, yeah, thank God. I wonder. If uh, no, not like, thank God. No, is that, that more of like his? Not to derail you here, Johnny, but like with the Microsoft stuff. And knowing that he's with Bethesda there, like I'm, I'm curious, are they going to have him as like a more of like a higher level than he already currently was at Bethesda? Like, yeah, I mean, he might oversee all of Bethesda and their studios, maybe be yeah. less hands on. I imagine he'll go into like a Miyamoto kind of role where he can sure. bounce around on different things I, and consult. I think yeah. he only took this one on because Indiana Jones has some pretty sweet leather jackets. <laughs> probably yeah, i mean yeah. he he apparently does really love the franchise yeah. uh in some earlier video i think actually when bethesda got bought by microsoft and they had like a press conference thing about it or whatever you could even see the in the zoom behind him there was like the oh yeah i don't fucking know the what's the gold Arcus case that yeah there you go thank you he's, he's um, a big kingdom in the crystal skull fan, so do you so. think that this is going to be like a i mean knowing their track record is this going to be first they they did say it will be a brand new story, okay. uh, but it will be set in the timeline of the, or it's like set in the universe of the of the original three films. I wonder I if they get, can they get the likeness. Oh man, can they get hmm? Harrison Ford's? Likeness they're they're going to get Harrison Ford in the studio, not giving a shit. <laughs> they're going to they're going to dig up Sean Connery, goddamn it, and they're going to put his ass in the game. I look, um, I, my wife loves. Loves, loves, loves those movies, and so do I. They're, they're, they're a good time. Ever. They're a great time, but I, I've never gotten into them. I just, like is... we've talked about this before, but Tomb Raider, Uncharted, Indiana Jones—that style of story has never been my bag. Like that is they're not my more setting. Of National Treasure, I get it. You like? I, 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 I do enjoy some National <laughs> there Treasure. You go. <laughs> That movie's great. I mean, it's not nearly as impactful as it once was, knowing how easy it is to get in that building. But you know, that that was a really good tweet I saw that that somebody's like, you know what? <laughs> no longer impressed. No longer impressed by National Treasure. Uh, um, I'm curious. So, like, this is an interesting move, I think, and I, I think that this is going to be a Game Pass game. It has to be a Game Pass game. 
Sure. I mean, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Um, so yeah, that that's coming out uh, in Star Wars news. Uh, Ubisoft is developing an open world Star Wars game, and this is being developed by the same crew that made the Division. So, you know, you know what? Cool. Give me fucking Rogue Squadron, but as the Division, you cowards. Can't wait to climb trees on Kashyyyk so I can see yes. can can open up a lot oh, of quests. Was, <laughs> Star Wars Rogue Squadron as like a division style cover based game would be fucking cool. How about instead of Rogue Squadron, it's the uh, the the storm uh, the clone trooper game. Remember the the clone trooper one they did on the Xbox That's what original I'm Xbox. About. It's not the right name, is it? Rogue Squadron's not that one. It was uh, no. You and I are talking about the exact same thing. Okay, then yes, um, I'm I'm with you, but we don't know what we're talking game. about. It was you were uh, it was Clone Wars era. Yeah, um, yeah. So this is exciting. This is I actually am like I think an open world Star Wars game would be cool, but Republic most, Heroes. The Republic most Commando. interesting thing to me, Republic Commando. That's right. Yeah. Ah, yeah, Republic Commando. Um, this is the first non EA developed Star Wars game. Uh, since that whole deal between EA and yeah. Disney happened, so it's, I think 2023 is when yeah. this this I, uh, targeted hit. Sure, and I, it doesn't mean EA is going to stop making Star Wars games. Yeah. They're going to keep making Star Wars games. Right. We're definitely going to get a uh, Star Wars Star Wars Jedi colon whatever the fuck two yeah whatever yeah. they need to call that game. Um, God, don't bring back that main character. What a fucking <laughs> shit bag. Him. He sucks. Um, He's so boring. He's so boring. I, uh, I'm, I, I'm thrilled. I think that this is also on the heels of Lucasfilm's games, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so not Lucas Arts, uh, like what was shut down several years ago. Right. Uh, Lucasfilm Games, and they will be focusing primarily on publishing. Yeah. Uh, look, I think also that'll. Have to go to the Marvel stuff eventually, and that's going to be interesting. I, I think that their their last outing wasn't as fruitful as they hoped it to be. Uh, and uh, it was 2020's biggest game. There's been talks for a while. I mean, about some other Marvel properties getting some. Like I know Daredevil's been rumored for a while to have have his own game, and uh, Daredevil would be a fine character. Chase is dead. Chase just died. He'll fucking let you uh, talk about anime robots for God knows how long. But you mentioned one was was Daredevil was Daredevil in um, Ben Affleck the fighting game the the rise of the rise of the regulars or no what was it called there was like the fighting game that Marvel versus Capcom no. Well, Chase, looks I'll like look it, it up. Keep, you guys keep talking. I, I uh, think that with this news, Johnny, there could absolutely be some more properties yeah. beyond just Star Wars. And-, and all I have to say is give us 1313, you cowards. Marvel Nemesis Rise of the Imperfects. You guys remember oh. that game? No, I don't. It was like a 3D arena fighter. It wasn't good. I think, I think Daredevil was in that game. I like Daredevil quite a bit. Yeah. Me too. I I don't see it. (laughs) Um, Okay, moving on. He's not Uh, very electrifying. 
if you know what I mean. Uh, ooh. Um, hey, how do you guys feel about Tingle, uh, the character from Zelda? I'm okay with Tingle. I know he's he's a meme and I'm, I'm, people think he's stupid, but he's I'm, I'm team Tingle. He's a okay. he's a shit bag, but I like him. Yeah, he's my tingle. shit bag. Here at the casual hour, Same. team Tingle. Pro Tingle. Um, so Takaya, oh, yes. very Ima- pro Tingle. <laughs> Takaya Imamura, uh, the man who designed Tingle, has officially retired from Nintendo after 32 years. Um, he also worked on F Zero, Star Fox, and uh, the worst Zelda game, Legend of Zelda: Majora's. You know, I, I was just saying that he Majora. I've never actually played Majora's Mask. I mean, I just know there, there are those high. there are those Philips CDI games. I don't. Yeah. Know. <laughs> Can you imagine this guy like for decades coming to meetings and be like? <laughs> I got this thing uh, I'm I, be- I believe I believe the very first game I ever emulated come get me Nintendo what are you going to do um, was, was it was oh, the it was yeah damn it it was uh, Tingle's Rosy Rupee Land or Rupee something like that it was Euro- it was a European only DS game porn uh, <laughs> no I'm not you, you played as Tingle that you is guys- the most Chase ass sentence I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> the first game I ever emulated. Tingles Rosie Ruby Land. Tingles Rosie Ruby. For, I'm sorry. Freshly picked hey, Tingles Rosie Ruby Land. Kiss my Rosie Ruby Land. Uh, I mean, that game's not very good, but it's, you know, it stars Tingle. Tingle um, starred in a video game. It's great. Wow. That's, that's fantastic. Good for Tingle. Um, leave Tingle alone. Uh, okay, just very very quickly here because I am I am so tired. It's one more game than Waluigi started. It's true. It's a good point. Keep it that um, So just uh, I'm going to keep this very brief because I am absolutely done talking about this game. Uh, is uh, Cyberpunk 2077? Hey, so CD Projekt Red, they're done talking about it. Too. More bad news. Uh, they're not. They're not though. Like they they put out videos, apolo- half apologizing. Uh, nah. We're so, um, continue, Johnny. Uh, Jason Schreier, uh, who writes for Bloomberg, uh, put out this very lengthy article. I have not read all of yet, but he talked with a lot of the people who work at CD Projekt Red. Uh, and it's just all about like the events leading up to the rollout of that game. And I think he, re- he talked to like 18 to 20 people. Uh, a lot of them were former people, but uh, you know, some freelancers, some full-time and they, they had some not so great things to say about some of the working conditions. Yeah, it turns out, you know, maybe leadership screwed everyone over. And hey, you know, to their credit, leadership took it right on the chin. They didn't come out immediately with uh, a video and tweets saying, "No, no, no, that's not true." No, they totally did that. They they, did. they, they, they totally um, they totally did that. And uh, they're facing another class action lawsuit. <laughs> Um, I, I think it's pretty telling at this point. You know, I've reflected on this a little bit that you know, that game's been out for just over a month. And yep. I spent the better part of an entire year just like salivating to play this game. Oh, and longer than that, man. Yeah. That first I mean, trailer I, came out. In right. But I'm, what I'm saying is, is that I put, in, I put in some time with that game, about 20 to 30 hours when it launched. 
And I look, I, I, I didn't have it nearly as bad as some people did. Neither did I. But, but still. I can tell you that the fact that it's been a month, I haven't fired that game back up, had much of a desire to go back to that game. That game's already at twenty nine ninety nine at most big box uh, yep. uh, wholesales or whatever. Bring up that shelf space. It's um, fucking crazy. It's, it's it, crazy. Yeah. It's, and you still can't buy it on PSN. No. So a month man, after it came out, you can't buy that fucking game. It's gonna be like later this year after they release the the old console version before Dude, it's for sale. DLC. I, they, like, they can say it all they want. DLC is not coming out in 2021. No way. No, it totally is. Think so? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it, they it has to. They, it is. It is going to be part of their post-launch support of trying to get back in good graces, which is probably, I, I know where you're going, and I agree with you that it's probably a bad plan not to fix your fucking game before you put out more content for your fucking game. Right. But they're going to do it. And what's, what's weird is that I spent the last few years either, either outright shitting or, or just like being completely um, flip, flippant about about this game and now that it's out well but no no no. now that it's out and i have the ps5 now now i'm like i kind of want to like load that back up and it's you guys who have said things like bobby has specifically said and eh, don't bother with it right now wait for some more patches and part of me is like eh, okay but okay, they, it, it does they've only put out hot fixes like, man they haven't done it, shit yeah. to it. well it's certainly going to play way better than it did on my ps4 yeah yeah my original PS4, not even a pro. I, yeah, if you want to play it, play it, Chase. It, there are some cool things happening in that game. I mean, it's no oh, Donkey Kong 94. No. If you're, if you're going to have a game with a word and then a year behind it, I'm very much going to go with Donkey Kong 94. Yeah, I just don't know. <laughs> man. Like, it's, it's a bummer, and I'll say this much. The fact that the game that I'm fucking swooning over right now dived out of the way to avoid Everspace 2 is a 100% better video game. Oh. It's insane to me. But, but which one has Keanu Reeves? I, we haven't played all of Everspace. Wake so. the fuck up, Bobby. I'm telling you, man. It's, it's nuts to me that I'm playing. Got a city to burn or oh. save or whatever the fuck he says. Wake the fuck up, Samurai. We got to fix this fucking game. Uh, um, <laughs> no, nah, I don't think he says that. That's... He, he's not saying a whole lot about the game anymore. Um, finally, take, take us home here. What do you got left? Uh, finally, just this. I saw this uh, today or yesterday, and it just it made me a little sad. Really nostalgic. Um, but Bungie is sunsetting uh, all of their Halo. Oh, don't say it like that. I mean, it's true, but sunsetting in Bungie right now, it's. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a band uh, word. That's yeah. a band word around here. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Bungie is no longer offering uh, Halo Two, Three, ODST, and Reach stats and files at Halo.bungie.net. It goes offline on February 9th. Um, I don't know if you can download your data. I think uh, I think yeah, they said there is a way to download and files. However, they can. Yeah. They like to save anything. Uh, and I just have a note in here that says. Get your heat maps for Guardian while you still can. Uh, that's 
I thought that was a cool feature. I, I remember all the time. I def deal. well, I didn't check it all the time, but I remember a few different times, like in high school, uh, I would I would go and I would look at you know how I was how I was doing on Xbox Live. And, yeah, even and uh, for Reach, I I checked it pretty regularly, probably at least once a week. Yeah. Um, to see see my stats, uh, check my my achievements and stuff, which uh, you know things i had achieved in multiplayer because i was like that was my game for like three years yeah so when when i started playing destiny i remember i thought like oh i've got to make a bungee bungee.net account for you know destiny stuff and then they said like this email is already registered to a bungee.net site i'm like how I'm like oh shit yeah all that halo all that halo shit i played I, I forgot all about that. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. It, I guess it'll be sad to see it go offline, but also, you know, you can't keep that information up forever. I, yeah, I get it. It takes it up makes server sense. Space. It takes up yeah. server space. It's you know their architecture probably changes. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not it's not feasible to keep that stuff up. Um, but it is disappointing, especially right now in the season where you've sunset all the fucking guns in Destiny. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Stop right. taking it's shit away from us, Bungie. Breaking hearts all over the place. Um, and that uh, that is the news. Awesome, Johnny. Thanks Take for taking home, taking us through there. Um, so yeah. let let me say thanks to you two, uh, really quick because I've dragged you guys along on with this show. We've been doing it for almost five years. Yeah. This is probably the weirdest. Uh, I'd like to do it more. I, I we'll, we'll get better at it. To- Tonight was rough. Um, it it was still fun though. Like I think there's something. It was it was a pretty rough night for Bobby. He had technical issues. He had to hear about Super Robot <laughs> yeah. Wars. Like it's it's really just you, a trying time. You could have pulled him. the news back on that. You know, you, you had to kick me on down, Johnny. Uh, but also, also this is going to be like one of our shortest episodes, despite talking about Super Robot Wars. So yeah. Well, okay. Well, Chase and I are going to have a very special episode of Gamers on the Go where we just mm. talk about Super. There you go. Great, so, that's a great idea. Well, maybe you two could, you know, do a Bobby. You, you're welcome to sit. You can't talk, but you're welcome to come and, and sit on that episode and listen to us talk about it. Okay. Uh, if this episode's proven anything, like you can't hear me anyway. Um, but uh, I think we're going to try it again. We're going to get better at it. It'll be something that's a little bit more polished as we get our or worse. Get worse. At get worse. We're going to build back better. Uh, for those of you who stuck around for the show, we appreciate it. Um, a little bit about the show, you can find us on anchor.fm slash the casual hour. We're now on twitch.tv slash the casual hour as well. Uh, there's a lot of ways that you can be a part of the show.